0: in our bill of rights is the freedom to hear uncensored ideas and opinions to think your own thoughts and to say what's on your mind we couldn't have liberty without it now more than ever it's good to spout off to listen debate and participate here's your host of spouting off commentator columnist and all-around rabble rouser karen cataline
1: Well, another day (laughs) here on Spouting Off. Karen Cataline with you. Happy to have you along. I just tweeted that you can listen live. Uh, I don't know if I said all of this, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern at WSMN Live. And if you're listening live, you already know that. And if you're listening on a podcast, well, now you do. Uh, also, we have a call in number if you'd care to call in. We don't have a ton of lines, but we have at least one line. <laughs> we're a small little radio station, but small but mighty 603 816 1590. That's 603 816 1590. And uh, our show goes all over the place after the fact. Uh, we are heard on Getter and a bunch of other places live. In fact, I don't even know all the places live because I don't handle that end. But uh, grateful to have you along. So, uh, like, what is Karen going to talk about today? Uh, Tomorrow night is the first night of Passover. And uh, in Hebrew, we call it Pesach, Passover. And um, uh, almost, well, the Judeo-Christian tradition does know and uh, has taught for years the whole story of the Passover. And so I'm thinking, well, let's see, should I talk about Passover? Should I talk in this first segment or uh, this railroading of Trump? Thirty-seven felonies they're charging him with? Ah, that's no vendetta. And I have people in my family asking me to explain it to them. How do you explain a vendetta and not sound like you're a conspiracy theorist? Well, most of the conspiracies that have been around, not all of them, but some of them have actually come true. So we're in a time of great deception, great propaganda, and sometimes it's hard to know where to begin. But um, in honor of the great Rush Limbaugh, in times of the greatest confusion The most wonderful and best thing you can do is tell the truth as you see it. So let's see, Passover or Trump? How about both and making a connection between them? First off, I just want to tell you for our listeners who are uh, celebrating Easter at the end of the week on Sunday, Happy Easter, Uh, some people call it Resurrection Sunday, Whatever you're celebrating, I hope you do it in peace and in love and in ethics and principle and integrity. And that's what we need to hold fast to among so many other things. So a couple of things about Passover, uh, people who grew up Jewish like I did and uh, remain so, um, didn't always love Passover seders. A seder is a celebratory meal in which you, as it was best described to me, You tell the story for your children, for your grandchildren. This is how the story of the Exodus was told from one generation to the next, by making a celebratory feast and honoring the children, making games, making it fun, so kids would have a positive memory of the story and that they would remember the story. So that's what a Seder really is. Uh, And the best way it was described to me that I have always loved is that we don't just tell the story on Passover, Pesach, we ingest it. So much like a lot of holidays in the Jewish calendar, uh, they tried to kill us, they failed, let's eat. Uh, The Passover Seder is the greatest of these feasts. It is a major holiday. And so when you finally get through with the Seder, depending on how long it takes, and uh, my friend Vic Porcelli, I said, like, if you ever go to a Seder, just eat before you go, and then you won't be thinking about food through the whole thing. Because some people, it depends on how you do it, uh, take an hour and a half to two hours before they actually get to the meal. And the meal is often a great feast. So, There are a lot of traditions having to do with Passover, and I don't have time to go into all of them, and I don't even uh, love all of them. But the one that made me think that I was thinking about today is a Hebrew song that we sing often. I've sung it since ever ever in memorial, I guess, called Da Yenu. When we were kids, we used to sing Da Yenu, Da Yenu, but it's Da Yenu. And what that means, it's a very important song of gratitude for God, Hashem, taking out, if you remember your first commandment, taking the Jewish people out of the land of bondage, out of the land of Egypt as slaves, uh, giving them freedom, offering them, providing them freedom with an outstretched arm. If you've read your first commandment, you know that precedes the Jews believe this is all one commandment. I am the Lord, your God, and this is not a religious program who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the land of bondage. I did that. The song Dayenu, is repeated over and over many, 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 many verses. And it's, it would have been sufficient if he just, if God would have just, I'll, I'll give you the first couple of them. If God had brought us out of Egypt and had not carried out judgments against them, Dayenu, it would have been sufficient. Dayenu means it would have been enough. It would have been sufficient. If he had destroyed their idols, uh, it would have been sufficient. If he brought the plagues so that uh, the Jewish people could leave Egypt. If he had not, if he had just given a Shabbat, I'm reading a few of these. And then he gave the Torah while the Jews were uh, being fed manna in the desert. You know the story. Some people know the story. If he had only done one of these things, it would have been sufficient is the meaning of the word. Now is the meaning dayenu. Now, Uh, uh, Donald Trump is, let me say this extremely clearly, Donald Trump is not God. I don't think he's a, quote, savior. I do think he is a figure that symbolizes the love of liberty, the love of uh, old-school values in this country that love America, that love excellence, that love free markets, uh, safe borders, prosperity, and peace, all of which Donald Trump brought in his short four years in office. Now they have a vendetta against him for a, uh, they said at first, a charge that has been, um, that is well past the statute of limitations. They tried to make that stick through the entire Trump presidency, along with so many other lies that just didn't pan out. And now he's running for president again and they mean to jail him. Uh, not a lot different than the kind of communist regimes that go after their political enemies, smear them with crimes, and put them in jail. Uh, never thought that would happen in the United States of America, and it's heartbreaking to watch. So this is in taking Dayenu, the song. i got to hurry up and finish here. Um. They wouldn't be doing this. So instead of Dianu, they would not. These radical leftists who have the power, they have the power, they wouldn't be doing any of this if Donald Trump had just shut down our oil production. Instead, he opened our oil production and made us energy independent within four years, something that both parties had been promising for decades. Then they'd never be doing this. If he had opened our borders the way Joe Biden has, they would never be doing this. If he had trashed the economy the way Joe Biden has, they'd never be doing this or that has been done in Joe Biden's name. If he had if Donald Trump had supported the the Iran deal that helped and is helping Iran get nuclear weapons against its enemies, namely us and Israel, they would not be doing this. If Donald Trump had provoked war with Russia, the way Biden and the radical Democrats are doing, they wouldn't be doing this. If Donald Trump had appeased China, maybe even taken bribes from them, they wouldn't be doing this. If Donald Trump had spent us into oblivion, causing rampant inflation, misery, heartache, and horror among the people, and it's only getting worse, they wouldn't be doing this. They wouldn't be going after Donald Trump and saying he can't run. As long as Donald Trump were to pay lip service and then do the bidding of these radicals who hate this country, they would never be doing this to Donald Trump. If he had gone along with the globalist agenda of a one-world government, of depopulation, of sticking it to the people, and if he had never said America will never be a socialist country, they wouldn't be doing to Donald Trump what they're doing now. These messages that they send by going after Donald Trump, and he is not a savior, he is not a god, he is a courageous man that in any other sane world would be profoundly popular, much loved, laughed at for his idiosyncrasies, or as my husband calls it, Idiot syncrasies and we'd move on. There hasn't been a president that didn't have idiot Donald Trump is being prosecuted and thrown in jail and arraigned for them. And then throwing the book at him. 37 felonies by the same people who lied and framed him while he was president. <laughs> These messages are for us, ladies and gentlemen. The more brazen, the better. It's to put us all on notice that they have all the power, and they'll use it to punish any political enemy who stands in their way. The same way communists have done for centuries, for years, authoritative, authoritarian governments, totalitarian governments, and communists always use the power that they have garnered to smear and punish and sometimes even kill their enemies so they can be left free to do what they want. In the old Soviet Union, which the Democrats used to like a lot better than the way they are today, uh, they stuck political dissidents in either Siberia or in mental hospitals. Uh, people simply disappeared from their homes. We are being put on notice, ladies and gentlemen. They have the power, and they aim to use it we're going to talk more about this and many other things with our guests to come. Stay tuned. Karen Cataline. you're listening to Spouting Off. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life.
2: One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've
0: never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Call or go online to take advantage of my best forever for a limited time. When you use your promo code, you can get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now only $2998. With our 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep Well America! Call one
1: 800 867 416 and use the promo code RAM. R-A-M. That's one 800 867 416 and use the promo code RAM.
2: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit my pillow.
3: Your daughter doesn't want to talk about why her room is a horrible mess. Your son doesn't want to talk about why he's wearing mismatching socks. Your spouse doesn't want to talk about their bad haircut. Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk to plan for an emergency. Pack basic supplies in a go bag, water, canned food flashlights, batteries, medical supplies, IDs, and some cash. Talk about where you'll meet in case you lose one another. And of course, don't forget to pack the dog treats. Talk to your family and make an emergency plan. Go to nyc.gov readyny or call 311 to make your family's emergency plan. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council.
2: Spouting off with Karen Cataline will return in a moment. The Reading Foundation provides evaluation and tutorial programs based upon the Orton-Gillingham philosophy of learning, based upon the study of language, how children acquire language, and the mechanisms involved in learning. All the learning pathways of the brain, visual, auditory, kinesthetic, and tactile are addressed and strengthened to build a strong foundation for the acquisition of reading skills. If you are interested in learning more, please contact the Reading Foundation for more information. The Reading Foundation is at 10 Northern Boulevard, Unit 19, Amherst, New Hampshire, 03031, or you can email us at Reading Foundation underscore RF at yahoo.com. And of course, you can call anytime at 603 882 0992. The Reading Foundation, Amherst, New Hampshire.
0: Karen Cataline puts the Judeo in Judeo Christian. Now back to spouting off.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Spouting Off. You're listening to Spouting Off Live Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern and in many other places around the country that pick up the show when it's convenient to them. You can also hear it at WSMN.live on my page, or you can go to my website, KarenCataline.com. Well, uh, we have been talking not only about Passover, but about some of the aspects of, of what I consider to be the evils of communism, which robs people of their dignity, their freedom, and so much more. One of those things is uh, that the propaganda machine claims they want to help people and they end up hurting the very people they're claiming they want to help just to get them to go along and do what they want. It's kind of like, oh, this is for your own good. might lead to your demise, but it's for your own good. We've seen that again and again. Here to talk about what's happened to the black family with all of the government intrusion intervention and, oh, we're just here to help you, is Robert Cherry... Uh, American Enterprise Institute affiliate and the author of The Just Released, The State of the Black Family, 60 Years of Tragedies and Failures and New Initiatives Offering Hope. Robert Cherry, thank you so much for joining us here on Spouting Off.
4: Well, thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, So before we get to the 1619 Project, which is, is a relatively recent phenomenon in which they're constantly, these radicals keep trying to rewrite history. Let's talk a little bit about your book and what are just a few, whet our appetite about this book and a few of the uh, misinformation, to coin a phrase, things that people believe about uh, about uh, uh, the remember the Great Society of LBJ, and whether this actually helped the black family or hurt the black family.
4: Well, the first thing is, this book is about those who have fallen behind, uh, who are often concentrated in high-poverty neighborhoods in central cities. They're the people who, who have been not simply left behind but have been given up on by liberals liberals have no policies for rectifying the situation where 10 year olds are doomed to failure in the school system where there's this gun violence and where you have very unstable erratic family relations uh, this is beginning to affect a significant share of the white population nationally, but it's really concentrated in black communities and that they've given up. So while they'll talk about uh, white supremacy, structural racism, they, the only policy they have for this uh, struggling population is free money, whether it's reparations or guaranteed income. They have nothing to change the schools, the family dynamics, the neighborhood dynamics. And that's what this book is about. You know, there are policies to get more blacks on boards of directors, getting more black college students to go into STEM areas. There's nothing wrong with that but it has nothing to do with what's going on in these neighborhoods in central cities.
1: Well, and we have seen, some of us are old enough, I don't know, don't need to know your age, but some of us are old enough to remember the constant uh, government programs that were designed to help blacks, but really only made them more dependent on the government. I'm reminded of Candace Owens, who is a black conservative and has made many uh, friends of conservative ideology of liberty and freedom and equal justice under the law by explaining to people that they swapped one plantation for another. She calls it the government plantation. Uh, What say you about that?
4: Well, I think one of the things that the Distinguishes this book from much of the conservative critique is that I I do promote a number of government policies, alternative government policies that can incrementally rectify this situation. So the book is not anti-government, but it's against uh, this liberal background. So, for example, there are visiting nursing programs uh, that help young mothers navigate the first three years of their child's life and also help them make good decisions in their own lives. There's, We have that program, don't
1: we? Don't we have those programs?
4: We have these, but they are incremental because liberals are very ambivalent about funding them. They'll fund, you know, free free peak, uh, pre-K, which is a substitute for the family, right? They You send them into this daycare nursery schools, and they'll get what they're missing in the household. But the visiting nurses programs go into the households and directly deal. There's something called parents as teachers that they'll make three to five-year-olds to help Parents prepare them for school. Uh, There's the way the charter schools cajole parents to do, be more engaged in their kids' educational development. So, these are programs. So then you're advocating
1: for more government programs, even though the level of failure of government programs is astronomical.
4: Yeah, but these are different programs. These are programs that get into the house. They're not programs that are substitutes for the house. Uh, there was something called the Harlem Educational School in New York, which was like this. Uh, so the key thing is is to strengthen the families that are very vulnerable and don't on their own prepare their kids uh, but not substitutes and not just throwing free money at those families
1: uh-huh.
2: so
4: they're very targeted kinds of programs the other I... thing is yes. is vocational training
1: uh-huh. uh,
4: as much as we try there's there's going to continue to be a quite reasonable share of young people who get to be juniors and high school and just don't have the academic credentials for academic programs at, at the community college. Indeed, they don't have the skills to become carpenters or electricians that for many of them, they have to start at a lower rung of occupational training, certificate programs. And, and a number of States like Louisiana, uh, South Carolina, they are being successful in using these certificate programs, which are stackable. You take one, you get a job, you then take another, you get promotion possibilities. Uh, These stackable certificates are the way to go and not the four-year college for all mantra that liberals uh, promote.
1: I can tell, Robert Cherry, that you have a a great passion, obviously, for this subject because you wrote a book about it. But, I I mean, what I don't understand, you mentioned strengthen the families. And that's a value that makes so much sense because uh, dependence on the government is condescending to people and makes them think that they just can't do it and need everybody's help, especially white people. Exactly, Uh, and uh, the problem and the contradiction or the counterintuitiveness of the whole thing is that uh, the dirty little secret is that liberal government programs, for decades, going back to LBJ and even before, uh, were designed. uh, Many people believe that this was absolutely a a deliberate plan. And you can look at it, the welfare state uh, destroyed the, back, the black family. It rewarded mothers for having children out of wedlock, which now has spread to every other culture as well, instead of the reverse. Yes. Uh, it encouraged irresponsibility, made excuses for criminal behavior, And uh, we know that Black Lives Matter, run mostly by whites, I might add, although not all, their goal is to destroy the nuclear family and put in its place a communist system in which the government are people's mommies and daddies and brothers and sisters and families. So it's counterintuitive to grow government, in my uh, estimation, and then I want to give you a chance when it has been government <laughs> when it has been government that has destroyed the black family made them a mascot instead of a respected member of society and now they're still doing it by hiring people who are unqualified simply because of the color of their skin what does that say about the marvelously well accomplished black people they're like uh, you know nobody trusts that they're really that great no, and they are i agree
4: okay. with everything Your you turn. said it's something that Jason Riley says all the time and is correct. But there are these targeted programs, as I said, visiting nurses, supporting charter schools, supporting occupational training. Why does a
1: healthy family need visiting nurses? I'm not sure I get that.
4: Because they're not. These are 18, 19, 20, 21 year old young girls having kids. And they don't know, they don't have any role models, they're overwhelmed in many ways, and the support they get from these visiting nurses is helpful. Look, one of the things that we should be doing with adolescents is promoting what's called the success sequence. I talk about it in my book. The success sequence is you finish school, you get a job, you get married, and then you have kids. That's the success sequence that we should promote among adolescents. But there the are left just will too never
1: many... support that. I can tell you right now. Never.
4: I know they won't. They're they're supporting the they opposite.
1: Won't. They're support they're opening I, I the prisons and letting letting criminals out of jail. That okay, there go.
4: are vehicles and there are politicians who do support that and they should be more articulate about it and not hide it for being, you know... Uh, yeah. But all, all I'm saying is that w- it would be great if there was an increase in the marriage rate, kids from stable families, but yes, there's a certain would. reality It would that be great,
1: we, for sure. Uh-huh. There,
4: there, there are certain tax policies the book has for... Uh, promoting marriage because there's a real disincentive among young working women because they get married
1: because of the welfare state
4: they lose substantial benefits
1: and that has to be rectified that that is you know if you if you have uh let's see if you subsidize things you get more of it if you tax things you get less of it in our in our couple of minutes left um, I guess you might not be for reparations in San Francisco for anybody whose color happens to be black. Uh, I paid just for.
4: <laughs> I just published a, an article. Tell us where I attacked at reparations in San Francisco. It was published uh, Friday in the American Spectator. Ah. And what I point at. Yes. And what I point out is it is predictable they have they have offered nothing to improve the lot of black people in san francisco public education scores are appalling for blacks in san francisco crime in black neighborhoods is like is uh, uh, no different than many of the other large cities it's even worse in some sense and so, what do they have to offer? They don't have any solutions for that. We're going to have this reparations, which is crazy in California since they didn't have Jim Crow, they didn't have no. slavery. No, those are the two unique aspects paid of the for black by experience. people who
1: weren't slave owners to people who weren't slaves. No, no, I Makes understand, sense. but it's bizarre. I know.
4: it's bizarre in California.
1: I agree, we, we do agree. <laughs> um, uh, so. Tell everybody, we have about a minute and a half, your, your final thoughts, how people can get your book.
4: They can get it on Amazon, and it, actually the e-book is $10, the paperback is 19 and it has a number of things we didn't talk about on housing and criminal justice that I think your audience will be very sympathetic to. Uh-huh. But it's on Amazon, and... Right. Uh, And his name is
1: Cherry, just like the fruit, Robert Cherry. Uh, Final thoughts in about 20 seconds.
4: Well, I just think that we have to be more sympathetic in some ways to the plight of these single women who are juggling a job, juggling school, juggling kids. And until we rectify the situation of black men, they have to make some very hard choices about their life.
1: That is gonna have to be the last word. Robert, Cherry, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll have to leave it there. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure, my pleasure. We're gonna be back with our final guest after this. Don't go away.
0: You're listening to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline.
5: We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. They're not out to tell you the truth of what's happening. They're out to tell you the picture of the world that they represent. The mission of the Epoch Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements and facts, and prevent people from being misled. The Epoch Times is independent, We're not controlled by any special interest, and we never will be. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would ensnare this country in ignorance and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. Subscribe today to our digital edition at theepochtimes.com and join the Americans who are seeking truth and tradition. Read the difference on all your devices. We'd love to have you on board.
6: Are you tired of the same old snacks? Looking for something a little healthier than that bag of chips or candy bar? Even your average bag of trail mix these days is little more than peanuts, raisins and candy coated chocolate. Not very healthy, is it? Allow me to introduce you to White Mountain Munchies, made from 100% all natural ingredients White Mountain Munchies combines unique flavors with nutritional value that will tingle your taste buds and strengthen and sustain your overall health and wellness. Eating good never tasted so good. From Maggie's Maple Madness to Hannah's Heavenly Harvest, Grayson's Getaway Goodies, and our limited edition Christmas blend, Jacoby's Jolly Jumble, White Mountain Munchies offers nutritious and delicious snacks that the whole family is sure to love. Pick yours up now through our easy-to-use online store at whitemountainmunchies.com. White Mountain Munchies, non-GMO when you're on the go.
0: Each year, thousands of children fall victim to predators such as abductors. Our children are extremely vulnerable. Their hope is you, the adult, to come to their aid. If you're suspicious a predator may be lurking about a park, school, or mall, contact your local authorities. You may have just saved a child's life. This important reminder was a courtesy of and sponsored by Emrezz Electric and Pelham. Give them a call at 603-751-8340, where they always work for the safety and welfare of our community.
2: Outdoor Almanac. Brought to you by New Hampshire Fishing Game's Wildlife Journal.
0: With longer days upon us and some trout waters already open, it's time to get serious about fishing for another year. And I'm not just talking about rods, reels, and lures. What we all need to get better at is catching and releasing fish. To start with, try using barbless hooks or crimp the barbs down with some pliers. Both make unhooking a fish quick and easy. And in spite of people fearing they'll lose a fish doing that, if you retrieve a fish correctly, you will not lose any fish because your hook lacks a barb. For gill or gut-hooked fish, it's better to cut off as much of the hook as possible and release the fish. When removing the hook, try to avoid touching the fish with your bare hands because if you do, you'll be removing some of the protective mucus coating which helps protect it from disease. Just remember, the longer it takes to unhook a fish, the more stress you put on the fish, which can lessen the chances of survival.
2: Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Game's Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests.
0: Spouting off with Karen Catalina will return in a moment.
5: Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care, or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive, or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections, or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org.
0: And now, more Spouting Off with Karen Cataline.
1: Oh, that's some interesting music there. Uh, Welcome back to Spouting Off. I'm just putting the finishing touches on some notes. Uh, So, we were talking about how could you not talk about a political persecution, the likes of which we've never seen before, here to help us talk about that even more. She writes about it, she speaks about it. She is Jenny Beth Martin. Co founder and national coordinator of the Tea Party Patriots, columnist for the Washington Post. She's the co author of Tea Party Patriots, a Second American Revolution, and she's a member of the Council for National Policy. Welcome once again to Spouting Off, Jenny Beth Martin. Well, thank you for having me. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you. Jenny Beth, I read this and I, I just, you know, as. You can only get socked in the stomach with offenses to our, our justice system so long. When I read 34 felonies, Donald Trump is being charged with 34 felonies. Is it any wonder people are going back to supporting him who were flirting with other candidates? Why don't you unpack it for us? Tell, me, tell us what you think about this, what's going on, and then we'll take it from there. Well, I, I think that it reeks of corruption, it reeks of abuse of
7: law, and it, 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 it certainly seems that this is a prosecutor who is arresting a former president based on a political vendetta. This is something you'd expect to see in the former Soviet Union. And the fact is, Tea Party patriots understands what it's like when the government is weaponized against against an individual, and against organizations. It happened to us with the IRS targeting under President Obama. And we warned back then that if if no one was held accountable and the people in government wound up getting away with it, that in the future, a more egregious abuse of power would happen. And what we are seeing play out right now on live TV as President Trump is inside the courthouse being arraigned is a more egregious abuse of power.
1: Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, And you mentioned the word accountability, not only for the abuse of power, but how about accountability for all the former false charges that were leveled at Donald Trump during, before, during, and after his presidency that turned out to be brazen and blatant lies. Nobody has been held accountable for the information leaks, for the false charges, the framing, the spying, and still they keep doing it with a, with a, a serious face as if people have no memory of that. And the, the, the hard part is, is that in politics, people have very short memories and other people have short memories on purpose. What do we do about that? Or at least first comment on that. Cause we watched well, I, it the whole time. Yeah. Yeah.
7: I think that, that you're exactly right. People in politics have a very short memory. The, I, I think that the people who are abusing the power, remember when colleagues of theirs, whether they're in the same department or not, just people who are like them Working the, the nameless, faceless people who work in government, who are supposedly public servants, um, when they see that they have um, colleagues who get away with, with bad things, they continue to do it. The media lies. They are completely biased. There's nothing. You, I don't think you can turn on the news anywhere in America and expect to get an unbiased, accounting of what's going on you have to watch what's on the left and what's on the right and then know that the truth is somewhere out there you just never know how close it is to either side. And not always in
1: the middle the truth isn't always in the middle because we've got people in propaganda media spinning a complete lie and to to, to boot they go after anybody who asks questions who says wait a minute I don't believe that you don't believe that they come after you Right. So oftentimes I think
7: what we're seeing right now is there's an overwhelming amount of propaganda and lies on the left and a little bit Um, on the right but so much of the right is censored on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and Google uh, not as much now on Twitter and so it it, and so you don't get it isn't fair and balanced you can't even find it in the middle you just have to know what you're watching and what the the political leanings are but I think that there are some people in America who can't even acknowledge that what they're watching is completely biased and it's intellectually dishonest on their part they We have to be more critical when we're consuming news in this country.
1: Well, you know there are there are a growing number of people who no longer believe what they read in the news. But uh, on a deeper level, what what concern? There's so much that concerns me, and probably you too. But the whole notion that you can glorify, elevate, and celebrate um, intellectual dishonesty—it's really not only an attack on all of us, but on the principles. I always think of the justice uh, jury, you know, when juries are read the final instructions before they go and deliberate on a case, if people just knew and heard that, that's why I like those celebrity trials sometimes because they hear the judge tell the jury to, keep an open mind till they've heard the facts, consider that case specifically, and to be very careful about their own personal biases that would make them uh, have anger uh, at the defendant. All of that intellectual honesty has gone out the window with the current media. It, it, you are exactly right about that. It has
7: completely gone out the window. Every once in a while, we do have somebody who who is intellectually honest, but it, it isn't very often. And um, I, I think that what we're seeing are, are people who don't even understand, for instance, how easy it is for a grand jury to indict people in, in this country. They don't even understand the difference between what a grand jury is and what a jury is a jury of, of our peers who are are determining um, guilt or or not guilty, and and so I think there are many people in the country right now who may be watching this and don't even understand that what they're watching isn't it's a first step in the process, not not the final process, and yeah. I, and I I blame that on the media because they're just practically spiking the ball on some of the channels so excited to see their their political opposition in jail it's what i would expect from a communist country
1: yeah yeah and that and that gives neither of us i'm sure i don't want to speak for you any pleasure to make those kinds of comparisons but they're as screaming as the nose on our faces What does it say, what we're watching, about our own safety from false prosecution because we may disagree with the government's policies?
7: I think that... um, Honestly, I just think that if you're engaging in politics right now in the country, you have to understand that there are risks involved with it. And it's been that way since at least when the IRS was targeting us. And frankly, it's been that way since even before then. The whole reason we can have um, anonymous donations to 501C4 organizations is because um, the NAACP had people who were being targeted in their, their organization back in the so it isn't something that is, is completely new, but what I think is, is new right now in this era and our lifetime is that it is people who are being put in jail for what they think and what they say politically, and it is the government is doing it. And I think that that is something that is fairly new, certainly in our lifetimes in America.
1: Well, it's contrary to everything that this country was founded upon. Everything. Uh, Our founders uh, made it perfectly clear that they wanted a justice system that would protect the individual. They wanted an economy that would protect the individual. And uh, all of that, it flies in the face of that. We have, I'd say, maybe five minutes. And I just want to give you a broad berth. What else do you want us to know right now because these are our perilous times we're living in a lot of people are worried scared frightened concerned what have you talk to them talk to our listeners about what you think uh, they need to uh, be aware of and maybe any kind of good news I don't know you tell me where's the bright spot if there is any well, here's here's
7: what I say. There are a lot of things right now that are completely outside of our control. We cannot control what is happening inside that courthouse. We cannot control what the prosecutors in Manhattan are doing or what they will, and we should expect, embrace ourselves for Fulton County, Georgia, and for indictments related to the classified documents that the president single-handedly, by word of mouth, had the ability to declassify. We need to brace ourselves for that. But if we want to make a difference and we want to actually do something we can do, here are things that you can do. Go get involved in campaigns and make sure that we elect people who will defeat the tyrants. We have to be able to elect people who will defeat the tyrants. If you were worried that you can't trust the outcome of the elections, get involved with us at TeaPartyPatriots.org. And we are working on election integrity. We trained 20,000 people last year on how to be poll watchers and help get those people placed. And we will do the same for you in the, um, special elections this year, the off-year elections this year, and certainly next year in 2024. That's how we're going to make a difference, and we need to just ignore some of the the noise that is going on in the country right now, and focus on those things that we can do to make a difference. So that next November, we know at the end of Election Day, we've defeated these radical leftist tyrants who wish to destroy our country, and we are working to elect people and
1: help them watch them take office to to make this country great again. Thank you, Jenny Beth. Uh, Calm me skeptical, but when I hear poll watchers in connection with the kind of broad scale questionable election uh, tactics that have been used. There have been so much coming out that of course the media won't report and call you an election denier. And as a Jewish person, I'm horrified and disgusted by a term like that. Uh, This is pure propaganda. You don't have a right to disagree. Anybody has a right to disagree. Um, I just don't think poll watchers are gonna are gonna do much. I think we need much much more powerful uh, exposure of what's been going on in elections. And I'd love for you to speak to that, if you would.
7: Oh yeah, absolutely. So we we are engaged in poll watchers, but we also are working on se- seven other steps involved in the elections going and showing up at your election board meeting researching your election <laughs> office understanding the people and and the policies they have in place So know who the people are be willing to volunteer know the policies and the contracts and procedures they have in place helping legislatively getting changes but the made, left pre- is
1: breaking those rules we've got uh in election Georgia, we got in Georgia, ballot, ballot in harvesting 20. we got ballot harvesting we got uh, uh secretaries of state sending thousands upon thousands of ballots to people who don't vote. And then they go and they harvest those ballots, send them back and they get counted. I could go on. Go ahead. Well, I understand
7: that. And so I'm not saying that what happened in 2022 is perfect. I am saying it was better than it was in 2020 in many of the seats across the country, including in Georgia where we had those people in place they were watching the tabulation centers, watching what was going on during in the tabulation centers. They were there for um, the logic and accuracy testing of the machines before elections started. So it, you're right. The left is doing a lot. We also have to modernize how we get out the vote in a, in on the, the center right and my organization is doing that. We're working on some software. Uh, we'll have more details about that in 2024. We're not ready to, to release a lot of that yet, but but we're working to catch up with them. We have to catch up and we have to exceed them. We've got to be yes. on the
1: same, the same <clears throat> ball field that they're on. Yeah. And Jenny Beth, I just want to say for the record and for our listeners, and we do have to go, that... I am not saying these things to discourage anybody, but to have a, a, a realistic sense of what's going to make a difference and what's not. We can't play by the same rules because they've changed all those rules, and a lot of people are are discouraged because they're decades ahead of us in this. Uh, thank you very much, Jenny Beth Martin, honorary chairman of Tea Party Patriots, and doing a lot. To bring back election integrity, we need it so desperately. Thank you for your work, and keep up, and Godspeed to you. Thank you. My pleasure. Well, that does it for this edition of Spouting Off. Tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern live when there will be so much more to spout off about here on Spouting Off.